0: welcome to the Sold Out Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Michelle Schaefer. I am a two-time author who's built a seven-figure income in network marketing. I went from teen mom to millionaire. My passion is helping you to move your life forward with strategies for personal and spiritual development and teaching you how to design a life of freedom. I'll give you all the goods from the heart, raw and real. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Very, very happy to be here with you on what would be considered the eve of Blue Monday. Have you heard of this? I heard of it for the first time a couple of years ago, and it's the third Monday of the year, third Monday in January of the new year. And it is considered now to be the most depressed day of the entire year. <laughs> what a positive way to start up a podcast! <laughs> And apparently it's the most depressed day of the year for a couple of reasons. Number one, most people have already fallen off track with their New Year's resolutions. Is that you? Oh my gosh. It's You're only three weeks in. Why did you stop? <laughs> so that's one of the reasons. Another reason is that uh, a lot of people have now had their credit card bills arrive. You have now seen the result of the damage <laughs> that you did by racking up all of your credit cards over the holidays. So that's the second reason. And the uh, the third reason is all the Christmas decorations are down and you're back in your regular non-holiday life. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it? I hope you're not one of these people. I hope that Monday is not the most depressed day of the year for you, but I hope instead that you feel hopeful and excited about your future I'm going to give you I'm going to share a couple of stories with you today on the podcast that I hope will encourage you and bring you some hope <laughs> and not fall into this media hype of blue monday. <laughs> um the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is something that years and years ago when I worked in the salon, we had adopted this phrase. And actually, I'm not going to say that we adopted it. I'm going to say I adopted it because uh, they, the girls that worked there, they already knew this phrase, and it was something that I used to hear them say. They used to talk about putting on black eyeliner. You ever wear black eyeliner? If you're a girl, you ever wear black eyeliner? Um, I like to wear liquid black eyeliner. It's I, I like to have a, a really good quality black eyeliner with a nice uh, sharp felt tip and uh, create the you know really sharp lines. <laughs> if you're a guy and listening to this, guys wear it too. It's called guy liner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I am kidding, but I'm not kidding. If you're a guy and you wear guy liner, more power to you. Um, but we weren't. We wouldn't talk about it in the salon in the way that maybe you're thinking that we did. Now, let me kind of preface this. When have you ever had a day where? Maybe somebody just kind of like ticked you off. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you're on your commute, that could be happening right now. (laughs) I know a lot of podcasters listen to podcasts on their commute to and or from work. So drive safe. (laughs) Podcasters are multitaskers by nature. But uh, black eyeliner, we were talking about it in the sense of kind of like giving us a little bit of a superpower. So if you've ever had a day where somebody kind of maybe they just rubbed you the wrong way or they ticked you off or, you know, maybe you uh, you you needed to have a little bit of extra courage to kind of stand up for yourself or uh, you need a little bit more grit. You just needed the little edge. You needed that little edge that day. Well, we would use this phrase. Well, it's time to go put on some black eyeliner and everybody knew what that meant. It meant that this chick meant business. She was about to get it done. She was about to get down and dirty and, you know, really pulling up all of her confidence, all of her grit, all of her sass to go handle whatever the situation was. I actually hadn't thought about this for a really long time and I wrote about it in a chapter of one of my books For those of you that are maybe new to the podcast or maybe just haven't listened to the last few, uh, in the last quarter of 2018, I wrote two books. Kind of crazy. They are currently in the process of being edited, and they will both be getting published probably around the same time. I'm so excited about it. I have always thought that there would come a day in time where I would write a book But never in my wildest did I think that I would write two books back to back and get them both published at the same time. So I'm really excited about it. The first one I wrote was a personal spiritual development book where I share so many of the lessons that I've learned in my journey for business and for life as a parent, single mom. And and the second book is very specific. It is a network marketing how-to book. And I'm really, really proud of both of them. Now, the second book, Bobby, um, I, w- I will say that he co-wrote with me. Um, even though I typed most of the words, they're his words too. <laughs> so, I'm really excited. I, I'm, I'm very much anticipating that God will use both of these books to impact lives in a really positive way. So, in the second book, I told a little bit of the story of, you know, this black eyeliner. You know, what it, what it meant to me, what it means to me now, and kind of how I first heard this phrase. And so, you know, let's say, well, here's a recent example. Recently, my husband and I went and we were going to have a a very important meeting. And uh, I was the only girl in the room. It was me and five lawyers, five top corporate executives. And uh, my husband a couple, we had two other guests with us and then me, only girl in the whole room. I felt uh, slightly intimidated by this, uh, you know, that this was what this meeting was going to be and that I was going to be the only girl in the room. And so that morning when I was getting dressed, I thought, you know what, today's a black eyeliner day. I just needed that little extra edge, that little extra confidence uh, to, to walk into that meeting, feeling really just powerful. And so I want to encourage you If you are listening to this and you have something coming up or you have situations in your life that just need, they just need that little bit of extra from you, go in the bathroom, (laughs) carry it with you. First of all, in case of an emergency, but go in the bathroom, pull out your uh, black eyeliner and with your steadiest hand, go ahead and swipe that beautiful line right across the top of your lid, right above your eyelashes and give yourself a gorgeous wing (laughs) then if you're really needing some boldness, go ahead and take that black eyeliner and swoop it right on the inside of the waterline underneath your eye. And there you have it. You will now have all of the superpowers that black eyeliner has to offer. And you just tell me, I'd love to hear your opinion and your stories on this. You tell me if you do not have some extra grit for that assignment or that appointment. I'd love to hear from it. I'd love to create like this whole hashtag and have it be something that trends, hashtag black eyeliner. I'm going to use it when I promote this podcast. And so I really hope that 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 will be something that helps you like it has actually helped me. It has been legitimately something that I have used over the years that has helped me. And I actually had thought about it for a really long time because it just became part of my World, you know what I mean? If I it just was part of my thing. If I knew I needed that little that little extra edge, I just did it. And it wasn't until I wrote about it that I thought, you know what, I need to share this with people because there are there may be people right now struggling (laughs) and needing to know about the power of black eyeliner. So now you know. Once you've listened to this, you can never say that you did not know the power and uh, I want to encourage you to pass it on, (laughs) pass on the power of the black eyeliner, start, start trending that hashtag and uh, let other people know what they're missing. out on. (laughs) Oh gosh, it's so crazy. Um, That kind of leads me into really what the second half of the podcast will be about. It really is kind of about as we step up into things, whatever, whatever those things might be as you step up into something new, or you step out and uh, make bold efforts to I don't know, maybe change your career, maybe to, you're going to you know really, really take uh, control over your health and wellness this year. Maybe you've decided that this is the year you're going to finally pay off debt and you're really going to get a handle on your finances. You're going to just learn everything that you need to know to take care of your finances. Maybe it's, maybe you're starting a side hustle this year and it's not just going to be a hobby. You're really going to work to create uh, some residual income through that side hustle. And you know maybe it has to do with, I don't know, your marriage, maybe you're really going to be intentional, work on your marriage this year, open up communication or whatever it is, whatever it is, when you decide that you are going to take a bold step in any direction to make a shift in your life towards something positive. Let me just, let me just tell you the truth. The forces of hell will come against you. All the forces of hell will come against you. And, uh, I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to arm you, I want to arm you with the knowledge that the obstacles that come your way are not coming to knock you down Well, they are coming to knock you down, but you do not have to use them as like, oh my gosh, this is a sign. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Matter of fact, I'll be honest with you. I take that as a sign that, oh man, I'm going in the right direction. I'm going in the right direction and the enemy is going to do everything in his power to stop me. Everything in his power to stop me. And so what's interesting is, uh, you know, as I back up to the writing of both of these books, I I wasn't, um, I wasn't setting out to write one and especially not two books. I was going through some things personally, and I decided that I was going to sit down and journal. It, it, for many, many years of my life, I was a really, really big journal. I was single and didn't really have anybody to confide in. So I would write everything that I felt, all my fears, all my worries, all my dreams, every vision that I had for my life. And I would write them down in these journals and I would date them. And it was in my journals, I would, I would talk to God. They were dear God. That's how my journals went. And I just would pour everything out. And it has been so many years since I have done that. I mean, really, it's been years and years and years since I've done it. So I was kind of in this funky place personally, and I was like, I just, I need to get this out. So I pulled out my laptop computer, which I rarely ever even use. And I sat down on the couch and it was early one morning. Everyone was still asleep. And I just decided, I'm just going to start this journal. And four chapters in, I was, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm, I started a book. I'm writing an actual book. So that's actually how the the first book got written. But I will tell you this. Uh, so I began writing this, this book and I wrote the f- first book in 12 days. It literally just poured out of me. I knew it was a God thing and I felt really good about it. But let me tell you something that's interesting. When I was finished with that book and I started to actually engage the thought of, you know what, I think maybe I'm going to get this thing published. Maybe it's more than just a journal. I knew it was a book. But it's kind of hard to, for me to even grasp that I did it. So the, I, I didn't feel certainty about it because I just felt insecure, to be totally honest. But when I started to engage in the thoughts that, you know what, I think, I think I'm going to actually, I think this is something that I want to publish. Got a couple of opinions from a couple of people who read just a little bit of it, and it encouraged me. Well, let me tell you something. Every possible uh, force of hell that could come against me personally to create doubt, to uh, just shake my, how I felt about myself, about what I had done and what I had written in that book began to come. And, you know, I, I don't know why I don't remember this when it begins happening, but you know, you just take these attacks as attacks. And when you're in them, and I think you kind of, well, I do kind of forget, like, this is what I talk about. I tell people this all the time. Like when you step out to do something, and especially if that something has to do with You know, speaking of your faith and talking about Christ, especially when you do that, the forces of hell are going to come against you and try and knock you down. And so uh, this started to come. And so I want to share a verse with you. This verse is uh, out of the NIV uh, translation of the Bible, it's from the book of James, chapter three, verse one. Now, I may have read this many times in my life before, but when I read it this time, it stood off the page like in 3D and color, like it was like it was moving off of the page. So I knew that it was something that God was really trying to get my attention. Okay, are you ready? Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And so maybe you've heard this before, but it really stood out to me and just pointed out to me that I think this is one of the things that scares people off about stepping into leadership roles. Because when you are a leader in any way, shape, or form for any thing, a job at your church and your family, you literally are putting yourself on the front lines. And so you uh, stand to be judged first. You stand to be judged more harshly. You stand to be the first to take an arrow before somebody else. And I think that scares people. Because, you know, nobody nobody asks for or wants to be attacked. Nobody wants to invite opposition. And I don't think anybody desires for that to happen, but it, but it really does. And so when you step out and do something bold, uh, you know, share your testimony at a Bible study or in front of a group, uh, if you, you know, sh- sharing your story with just somebody, even one-on-one doesn't have to be in a group. Um, you do a vulnerable post on your social media, anything, and it's pointing to God or you know, living positive or stepping out into something, you literally are opening yourself up to the opinions and the voices of so many others. And you will get both. <laughs> Most often you're going to get you know, positive and negative. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. It, it literally says it in the Bible. Not every, that's not everybody's role because you're going to have that more harsh judgment come upon you. You're going to have that, uh, you know, the more eyes on you, more opinions on you. And so, but instead of letting that scare you, I want that to encourage you because think about this, the more eyes you have on you, the more eyes, the more lives that you have the ability to impact. And I want to offer this to you, you know, instead of being afraid of it, instead of uh, allowing it to kind of harden you, and I'm gonna go back to the black eyeliner. You know, wearing the black eyeliner gives you this this superpower. But what it, but what I don't want you to think that it does is to harden you. We don't want it to be hardened. Now You've heard me say this many, many times over the, you know, last year and a half on the podcast, thick skin, soft heart. This is so wildly important as a leader or in stepping out into anything in your life. You put on your black eyeliner. So now you have your superhero courage, right? You're ready. And you know, things come, you, you've got that extra courage, but things come and you're strong because you've got the superpower, Right. But don't ever let that superpower turn you into somebody that is hard or harsh or bitter or unforgiving and somebody that has no grace. There is a very careful balance, thick skin. Bobby, I've heard Bobby say this before um, on different calls or whatever over the years. He calls it rhino skin. Now I'm not gonna tell you that I've actually touched the skin of a rhinoceros. Now I've been close to them, and I can guess it looks very thick, very tough, very leathery. um, But I've never actually tested, touched it. It looks like you would have to use a lot of force and a very, very sharp object to actually break through that skin to actually draw blood from a rhinoceros. That's very, very important. And but. The balance of yet having that soft heart, being able to uh, have empathy with somebody and to forgive people when they make mistakes, because we all make them. I make so many mistakes. And so I want to have grace on others when they do as well, right? Thick skin, soft heart. So let's talk about it kind of in like real world terms. The thick skin, what, what does that actually mean? Well, it's kind of... Uh, the ability to not allow words, comments, uh, opinions to penetrate that thick skin. That skin is tough. Words can come and they bounce right off of it. They do not draw blood. They do not penetrate. Arrows come. Arrows come and, you know, maybe they, they're they not that, they aren't coming at that much velocity and they just bounce right off that thick skin. Now, maybe another arrow comes And it's, you know, a little bigger, a little heavier, got a little bit more force, and it actually sticks in that thick skin just a little bit, but you can pull it out and that wound will heal. The the ability to have a thick skin and to train yourself to be unoffendable is definitely a work in progress. Let me tell you, it is a work in progress. And I was, uh, when I started, this would just tell you how powerful and Uh, required personal and spiritual development is. When I started in the network marketing profession uh, over 15 years ago, I had a thick skin, all right, but my soft heart was, was not where it needed to be, especially as a leader. I was a lot more, uh, harsh and quick to, uh, just judge and kind of write things off. And, you know, over the years you go through things, you learn things, And I've had some, you know, just a phenomenal mentor in my husband who is so patient, so kind, much more patient, probably unkind than I am just by his very nature. And so I've been able to learn, you know, and he'll tell me, listen, you know, maybe you should think about this or maybe you should say it like this (laughs) or, and so over the years, I've learned the hard way because I've hurt people's feelings and I've had my feelings hurt, how wildly important it is to have the balance of both. So black eyeliner, black eyeliner required. Yes. Thick skin required. If you are in any, in any level of leadership, if you are in any business, if you are in network marketing, you have to have a thick skin. You have to, it is a requirement of those roles But you also have to have a soft heart in order to continue to nurture and develop other people, to nurture and develop other new leaders, and to nurture and develop other relationships. It's an incredible balance, I will have to tell you. And, uh, you know, as a leader, and I believe that you are, or you want to be, or you are working to become a better leader. As a leader, one of the things that you need to actually just Uh, kind of submit yourself to and accept is your ability to be comfortable with tension, tension and things going on around you, kind of tension with uh, yourself and your personal development, learning, growing, you know, it's a, it's a really big part of personal development. I mean, you really have to be, train yourself to be comfortable in the uncomfortable, to um, invite the tension that comes from growing and changing, and uh, from the opposition that that goes with it, you're gonna have opposition that goes with it. And so here's my example with that: like Bobby and I go to the gym five. He goes six days a week right now. That's just part of our lives. And so in order to have big gains, that's gym speak for growing muscles. <laughs> Can you tell him a gym right now? In order to have muscle gains, the only way that that happens is when you create tension against the muscle. You have to lift heavy weights to create tension. Actually, what, what in reality, what happens is tiny little tears happen. You're tearing that muscle. You're breaking it down. And the reason that it grows, the reason that that muscle gets stronger is, is after you've torn it. You feed it really good nutrition, and as it heals, it gets stronger. And boy, is that not the most amazing, relevant <laughs> analogy for personal development, spiritual development, and any kind of growth at all. <laughs> It's only because you were intentional about tearing that muscle that it was able to grow back and grow back stronger. So, getting comfortable and inviting this tension into your life so that you can grow. Um, As you step out to do bold things in your life, make decisions in your life, uh, you are going to have opposition that comes, but that has to come. Those cuts and tears have to come. So, on the flip side, As you're working through it, as you're growing through it, as you're healing through it, you then become stronger. You then have bigger muscles in these different areas. Thick skin, soft heart. Thick skin, soft heart. We're growing that thicker skin, learning more and more how to be unoffendable, right? Boy, I strive for that. I strive to be unoffendable. I can even hear myself sometimes, uh, like something will happen. I'll think, man... You know, that, that offended me and I'll catch myself. I don't even want to say the word because I want to work so hard at being undefendable. And let me tell you, some days it's really hard <laughs> to not be offended because I didn't wear black eyeliner that day. And you could tell that people were very intentionally trying <laughs> to, trying to offend. And so it becomes, uh, it becomes something that you have to work really hard at, uh, but it, but it will happen. Will happen. I'm. I'm telling you the truth. Um, little by little, experience by experience, cut an arrow by cut an arrow, you will begin to shift and change. Um, I have become such an empathetic leader. Um, I really have learned to meet people exactly where they're at. All the while, continuing to love them, have a thick skin. You know, leading them in the ways that I know how, and that all, that also evolves. I mean, let's be honest, I'm not leading today the way that I led two years ago, three years ago, five years ago. It's just, I continue to work on myself, to work on my relationship with the Lord, to work on my relationship with my husband and my family and those around me. And I'm evolving. I am I really am changing. And, you know, so I want to give you permission to, it's okay to change. It's okay to grow. I You should, you should want to. Now. With that, sometimes that scares people around you. They're wondering what's going on with you. Why are things different for you? And sometimes people end up kind of fading out of your life because of it. And that's okay too, because it's not, we're not, we are not weeding people out of our lives. It's them, they are making a choice. One thing that I know for sure when I have hung out with people that are really intentional and really focused on personal development, people that are really intentional and really focused on success in their business, people that are really focused on and intentional about their relationship with God, when I am hanging out with people that are intentional and focused on these things, I in turn become more intentional and more focused on those things, or I just kind of stop hanging out with them. And so if, if, you are intentional and focused on making changes in your life being bold making bold moves here in this new year and people are fading out from your life just realize they're making they're making the decision not you see we invite people on this journey with us as I learn things I just share it I share it in podcasts I share it on posts I do Facebook lives although I haven't done one of those in a really long time I share I want I want the things that I learn to to share with other people and I'm certain that most people are like that I think that that's generally speaking, I think that that's the heart of most people, right? You want to take the things that are improving your life and you want to share them with other people. By the way, that's why network marketing is so remarkable. That's, it's like, it's in our nature to share things that we love. And so that's what happens. That's how people build these empires, right? Well, it's the same with anything else, personal development, spiritual development, you know, anything that you learned, your desire of your heart is to share it with other people. So if people Kind of weed themselves out of your life. Don't mourn. Don't be sad. Don't try and drag them along. You can pray for them, and maybe they're in in their own you know personal development journey. Maybe they'll come back, but maybe they won't, and that's their choice. But that should never ever hinder you from what you are doing, right? Meet people where they're at. Love them where they're at. Pray for them where they're at. Thick skin, soft heart, and a lot of black eyeliner. <laughs> I love it. I love the black eyeliner. I was thinking about uh, when I promote this podcast, maybe I should like put it on really beautifully and then take a photo. But man, some of these photos that are available out there, they look so much better than what I can do. So I decided against it. So I'm just going to use a hashtag instead. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you. I have uh, not recorded a podcast in a couple of weeks. I had my niece staying with me and Um, I haven't had a little in my house in a long time, and there was not a quiet moment. (laughs) So it's a good thing that I wasn't trying to podcast when I had all my babies at home. I would have for sure needed like an actual separate studio. (laughs) So she's going home tomorrow, and uh, so I have time again to get caught back up. And I have lots of great stuff to share with you. Bobby thinks I should share some of the chapters of the book, I think, when it gets closer to uh, being released and published, I'll probably start doing that. But in the meantime, boy, have I learned a ton and continue to learn a ton. It has just been the most remarkable growth-filled couple of years. So grateful for it. So excited about this year. I just feel this year is going to bring n- so many new and wonderful things, and I'm just pumped about it. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast and giving me almost almost 30 whole minutes of your of your life. And uh, as always, you know, it's really, it it just impacts me greatly when you share this podcast via social media with other people, if you've loved it, it's just a great way to continue to get the message out and, uh, you know, help, help people, help people that maybe are struggling in whatever area. And so if you've enjoyed this podcast, it's a huge compliment. If you share it with, uh, with somebody else, I'm pretty easy to contact. I would love to hear your stories of black eyeliner, or maybe even see your pictures of black eyeliner. (laughs) I'm on Instagram. My handle is Teen Mom to Millionaire. You can also find me on Facebook, just my name, Michelle Schaefer. And I will always respond. I I don't ignore anybody. So if you reach out to me, I'd be happy to connect with you and hear your stories. And then um, I have a couple of websites. The main one that I'm using right now is bobbyandmichelle.com. And uh, there's a contact me page on there, as well as the podcast website. That's soldoutentrepreneur.com and sold as S O U led sold out. And so I'd love to hear your story, share them with me, share your black eyeliner stories. And, uh, I can't, I really can't wait to hear it because I want to hear how, how your superpowers came, uh, presented themselves. (laughs) I appreciate you. I love you. I'm praying for you and I can't wait to hear from you until next time.